Here we go, fellas. Welcome uh, Monday. Wait, August. where's Bell End? He's, he's not here. I haven't heard from him today. Maybe he's enjoying a nice bolache. A what now? Monday, August, crunch. Monday, August the 2nd. Brian Bentley, Hank Alexander, Mark Booby Via joining us. Hello, fellas. By the way, it is National Booby Day. Is that where you got that it, from? Well, I was thinking about Booby Miles, too, just because I want to be called Booby. And you would yeah. like to see miles of boobies. How's it going, fellas? You know, pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. One team did the unthinkable. One team, another team did the unthinkable. But eh, what are you going to do? Yeah. And then you have another team not doing anything. And then a team that's really doing a lot. Yeah. And on the other hand, I have a jar of mayonnaise. That's a, <laughs> that's a reference for Tyler. Um, nice hat, Mark, by the way. Thank you. This is like one of four that I have now that I just wear for trash because the stitching is so bad on it. Correct. Is that Mark. AFC Richmond? AFC Richmond. Yeah, Ooh. but the stitching on the AFC Richmond is so ghetto. It was nice. a bootleg thing off Etsy, so I got like four hats for the price of one because they were so bad. Yetsy. Perfect, though. <laughs> yeah. Top of the table brought to you by AFC Richmond. You know, Balache Crunch. Well, Balache, that's right. Who wants to enjoy a nice Balache Crunch? Um, oh, and speaking of Ballard, it was his birthday last week. So uh, happy Balache, Chris oh, Ballard. Happy Balache. Happy Balache, Bellend. So there's our hashtag happy Balache, Bellend. H A P P Y. B A L L A C H E B E L L E N D. Happy Balache Bellend. It's not the Beloche. That nobody <laughs> will use. Hey, over under, what do you think? What do you think's the highest view we've had on any of these shows on YouTube? 17. Wrong. In this country or in Africa? Oh, we're huge in Africa on Twitter. People love us in Greece and in Portland. <laughs> No, we have a we have a very large Nigerian following on Twitter. <laughs> Do we know? <laughs> it is the weird. Uh, stand by. You ladies first. Uh, all right, we're getting some meaningful yeah. stats here. Some, there are some of the. There, there's Nigerian royalty following us on Twitter. It's all really, I know, it's really all I know is that whenever that prince can't transfer his money, I got him on Twitter. <laughs> nice. Ladies first. So we've missed what is essentially three weeks. Um, I was gone to Delta World last week with the family, so I apologize for the uh, two of you that actually realized that the podcast didn't show up, the two being the guys that are here. So, uh, ladies first, I've got the North Carolina Courage are fifth in the table at 18 points. They uh, tied KC on uh, the 23rd. Then they tied Orlando. Oh, still, still winless, KC. KC was yeah, and KC was a zero-zero draw. They tie Orlando one-one on the 31st with both goals coming two minutes apart, which was a pretty exciting sequence. You can see that on the NSL website. But again, they're essentially tied for fourth. They're tied. They've got 18 points. Along with Washington. My security system is going on. Yep. Are there Mexicans in the neighborhood? 
<laughs> no. It's a call back to a previous text message Mark sent me earlier today. <laughs> it could be hey, worse, right? How's Rossing? It, Rossing, I mean, it could, it could be worse. It could be Kansas City. <laughs> it's true. Right. They're uh, second from the bottom, 11 points. Uh, game in hand in Kansas City. So, you know, that, hey. There you go. Goal differential, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, they just they just let that just increased by almost fifty percent in the last two games, where they let in two goals each game. Um, and you know, frankly, Louisville with with a minus ten goal differential for those of you not uh, not playing. So you do the math. That was four goals they allowed in the last two games. So they were at minus six goal differential, and so it's gone up almost a hundred percent. Oof. Yeah. So not good. Not great. I was hoping for more um, good. You know, this, the, the new attacking midfielder, uh, Nadia Nadim is, has a great pedigree and, and a lot, uh, a very good reputation. So hopefully just taking a little bit of time to click, get things going, and then we'll start to see some productivity, but yeah, we're I feel like the defense is suffering and the, um, and the uh, offense is anemic. Ballard's not here, so we'll discuss his New York, New Jersey, Gotham. They are second in the table, and they've got a game in hand. Uh, six, they're a plus-six goal differential, 20 points, uh, tied with Chicago. Here's something I found interesting. Chicago has 13 games. They have a negative-three goal differential by our third in the table. They beat Chicago, and that and that was after beating Chicago, uh, Chicago beating Washington. Excuse me, yesterday three to one. So, you know they were they were sitting third at the table with a negative five goal differential. That's crazy. But before we get to Mark, before we get to Mark, I want to point out some games that are coming this Saturday. New York, New Jersey is going to play North Carolina, and Washington, who sits fourth in the table, will be playing Mark's Portland Thorns. Give us the update, my friend. Uh, we won 2-0 the other day, yesterday. I, I'd love to give you more information than that, but unfortunately, my wife uh, hounded me with some uh, so you talk, couldn't watch the game. talk about work while I was trying to watch the game. And it, just, it, it, yeah. If you know my wife and work, it, it, yeah, I had to f- devote full attention to my wife, as you do. You know, it, it's what you do. Um, uh, but yeah, the Thorns are doing great. They're amazing. Uh, I'm hopeful... I'm to see French and Haran come back in and do their thing and hopefully not have a hangover from this poor performance in the Olympics as with all players returning to NWSL. Um, it's been a good, you know, thorns are great. I, I don't know what else to say. They're, they're good. I, I, I was shocked a couple of weeks Is ago. That your ring when, yeah. Don't fuck with Herp Albert, man. <laughs> um, a couple of weeks ago, I was watching uh, St. Louis. Was it Kansas City and St. Louis? Or who was it? And they just. Wait, okay. Utah became Kansas City, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So there's no St. Louis. There's no St. Louis. So it was Kansas City, Washington, <laughs> but they've swapped four players the night before. It was a four deal. It was a four player swap the night before. So those teams were playing. 
against their old those players were playing against so their old it, team the next it day. It wasn't this, but it was this. It wasn't this. It went from this, or I guess it went from this to that. And these wow. four teams were, you know, I'm not very dexterous there. Anyway, it was it was just weird because Amy Rodriguez played for uh, Kansas City one day, and the next day she was playing against them. And because it was to me fascinating because of the trade, the way it went down, injuries. Uh, one of the teams only had one keeper. They had no keeper in reserve, and it just threw me off. And I was like, wow, that sucks for them. But, you know, hey, it happens. It's a small league uh, as far as footprint number of teams, so limited player pool. What are you going to do? Things happen. Uh, yeah, I don't have a lot to say because I missed most of my game the other day. So I don't know. I'm just filling well, time. You know, I haven't where, watched you know where I thought that story the Olympics was going? started. So. Oh, the phone call I made to you in the car? Yeah, no, I'm not going to do that on air. I know better. I had to explain that to my family that was in the car. It was horrible. I know. Melinda, I'm a terrible person. Melinda, Google this. Just... So remember how my kids answered the phone and Melinda ended the call? Yeah. Yeah. She was like, I stand by that now. <laughs> I, it was deserved. All right, it was okay. deserved. I know it's funny. It was great. Um, we're gonna, we had a light load this week. Um, we're going to talk about the uh, women's upset today. Uh, yeah, with the 1 0 upset over the women's national team. But it wasn't an upset. Which, okay. Y- yeah. Like, on, Tier- let me rephrase that. If we're talking by names like Canada beat US, that's an upset. But you and I talked about this earlier on the phone, Mark. The U.S. team, they look very lethargic this entire Olympics. I, I asked a friend of mine, I was like, did they, did they show up with jet lag and just have not recovered yet? Because that's the way they played. Like, they had jet lag, then they had the food only poisoning, they won was then they got spinal bifida, yeah. and then something else happened. It was like, it was like I, they had a first touch like a priest in, you know, in a preschool. <laughs> it was just horrible. They had no they first touch. All of her balls at that point. They had no. I mean, seriously. Okay, uh, do not take. I am not criticizing them. They are by far more talented than I could ever be playing a sport. I have utmost respect for them. Here comes the butt. But what the hell happened? It wasn't them. They were not playing like themselves. Yeah, Sweden figured them out and handed their asses to them. They should have recovered in full after that, especially after that New Zealand game. They should have come out and for no other purpose than to prove that they could, bitch slapped Australia all over that pitch. And they didn't. Because they couldn't. Right. And they they, you know, I honestly last night they were playing a game of attrition and hoping they could get to PKs and pull it off again. That was evident in like the 63rd minute, you know. But I mean, okay, let's go to that penalty. If you watch it. That lady left her feet to try and jump over Davidson to get to the yes. ball. Davidson doesn't, I'm assuming from the way that the camera angles look, has no idea she's there, is trying to play the ball. And uh, was it Rose jumps yep. into her, jumps into her jumps leg. Her she's leg. kicking. Jumped right onto it. So <sighs> I don't see how that's a, how you can call that a foul I, against. I, I don't. I, I don't see that at all. I, I mean, 
I could see how a really bad referee who didn't know what they were doing would call that a penalty. Um, I could see a pro referee doing that on in every game, you know. But seriously, that was, you know, I mean, hey, kudos to Canada. They held the scoreless, you know, whatever. Yep. Fine. But uh, I, I, there are bigger fish to fry. Who's going to get left off, you know, for qualifying for you know, next year? Uh, hey, speaking, of big, speaking of big fish, let me uh, interrupt with some very urgent breaking news. Oh, the end. It's the bad end. It's Balache. Happy Balache, Chris. <laughs> Hi, Balache. Hello. I think it's pronounced ball egg. Um, well, that would have a hyphen. We have on the right hyphen. side of the road. It's Balache. <laughs> it's Balache. <laughs> Uh, this week uh, we had already uh, discussed it was your birthday. This week's hashtag is Happy Balache Bell End for those. Thank you. Yeah, very nice. people that want to join us. Yeah. It was a good uh, one. Uh, we already we already covered our ladies' first segment. I threw in your New York, New Jersey, Gotham's recent run. We were talking about the uh, U.S. Women's Team performance today, but also like overall um, unconvincing. Yes, I guess. Would yeah, be. Terrible. And you know what, Mark? Even if they don't call that penalty, I still don't think it would have mattered. And if they go on to win and play for the gold, it's still a lackluster performance. Yeah, because they're going to play Sweden. Yeah, and they but can we also can we also call out a little bit? Just I mean, okay, Lynn Williams had a really good game against Netherlands, I guess, right? And so she gets the start. I don't see that. I really don't. I mean, I. I think when you're going up against Canada, you got to play the people who know Canada the best. And you're looking at people like press on the bench. That just confused the hell out of me. And it, There were a I lot of questionable calls with lineups. Absolutely. Yeah. I just didn't, I, I, and you know, you can, we can second guess it all the time, but when you have a talent like Christine press on the bench and um, you know, Mewis and other people that, they're trying to pack a lot of games in a very short amount of time so that I, does I create roster but but that goes for everybody i mean yeah, yeah. yes yes i get it uh, i appreciate that and, and to higgs point not only lineup decisions but lineup performances i mean in that netherlands game and I am a rapino fanboy till i die i love her that's no wrong in my book but that netherlands game Megan came in. I think it was uh, Megan Rapino, uh, Press, and was it Tobin Heath who came in, in the second half for the first? I, I don't remember. I, it's all a fog now. But it was Alex three, Morgan. Was it Alex Morgan? Yes. And they were supposed to come on and you know use light their speed, use their ability, use their ability, and light it up. None of them ran. None of them, None of them performed. They had terrible touch. It, 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 I hate to be so simplistic, but I really question, did they just show up with jet lag and never recovered? Cause I, I can't figure else, figure out what else happened. You know, was, was not convincing for any of the minutes that she put in. I think people forget that because of the penalty she scored in the shootout against the Netherlands, which was tremendous. Right. <laughs> um, right. But, but yeah, but it kind of wipes away the rest of the stuff that you know, I mean, and poor Abby Dahlkemper just had a howler of a match against Netherlands. My God. Holy God. She coughed up more balls than Richard Simmons. I mean, there was just bad, errant, weak passes everywhere. And 
uh, you know, it was no surprise to me that Tiernan Davidson started in place for against Canada. Um, I mean, I was getting up at 4 a.m. to watch these goddamn games. Come on. Holy crap. It's 1 a.m. your time. Don't get Last night, the last one was 4 a.m. Yeah. I was <sighs> 4 a.m. today, which is why I'm tired right now. But yeah. No, I, I, I didn't get it. I didn't, I don't understand. Um, I didn't understand the lineup changes. I thought he was tinkering a little too much uh, with the lineup. Um, but you, again, we can't blame it. You know, those people should have been able to convert. Yeah. Some I mean, I will give available. props to Kelly O'Hara she, and, and, and Crystal Dunn. Those two ladies ran their asses off every match. They put in great balls. They had accurate passing. They were really on top of it, and no one else was playing up to par with them. I honestly yeah. think Kelly O'Hara and Crystal Dunn were the top two players at the Olympics for us. Or at, still are. At least have a well, bronze to play for. I think Crystal Dunn today was was really, really amazing today. But I think she had a she had a pretty crap game against um, the last one and whatever it was. Before Netherlands. Australia. Uh, before Netherlands. Yeah. Australia. Everybody had a crap game though against Australia. Yeah. I mean, yeah. even just watching that second half when Australia would spend literally seven minutes kicking the ball across their back four, and we would just let them. Uh, you know, if you're going to, and props to Julie Foudy for calling that game and just being outraged at, you yeah. know, constantly saying, this is, not, this is not what we do. This is not how we built this program. But I'm so tired of Julie Foudy. <laughs> he's been saying that since like 2004 this isn't what this isn't what we do this isn't what we do but you know hey she's got a point man i mean she can say it as far as i'm concerned because and she was right the other night against australia so this she's is the, so here's the the uh here's the way the show works uh both the listeners know the way it works i will ask a series of questions and my <laughs> panelists will give uh quick uninformed or quick and uninformed answers it's going to be a short list Certified today. Enough. Question number one, the U.S. women's team won't be playing for gold. Is this the end of the Rapino-Lloyd era? If so, who do you see making those replacements, Hank? Um, I actually asked the same question on Twitter today. Um, it's a very good question. I don't know uh, who's going to be replacing um, Carly Lloyd. There's, right now, there's, there's nobody that comes to mind. Um, maybe it's somebody like Trinity Rodman um, eventually. Uh, but yeah, I think Rose Lavelle could be a Megan Rapinoe. So if she plays, she plays a lot more centrally than Megan does. So questionable. Do you think, and this is a side, a side question. I want to throw it. That's like a one B without Megan Rapinoe. Is she kind of the harbinger of the team? Like she's the she's the face, she's the personality, she's the one that's kind of keeping them newsworthy. Because if because if you don't have a big if you don't have a big personality like Rapino, but you're still winning you're still winning trophies. You know what I'm saying? If it wasn't Rapino, it would have been Alex Morgan. Yeah. Right. I mean, if it wasn't Rapino, it would have been the exact opposite of Rapino. It would have been the soccer mom. In some ways, she's the lightning rod for the team, isn't she? Like a lot of the perception of the, the women's program, outside of those who really normally care about soccer, she's the mm-hmm. lightning rod. And I think if she 
her career at the international level ends, like I don't think she'll be there for the World Cup in three years, two years. Um, that might help the program get away from some of the players. And I think, listen, I think what she's done in that arena is tremendous. But I'm sure, in some level, it can be a, a, a distraction. Um, right, and I don't and think also Alex means Morgan's going to win all yeah. of the year. But. And whenever, whenever the US loses now, it's because it's Rapino's fault. If you believe a certain section of Twitter or of America, yeah, um, I think she'll go on to do great things outside of the game. Um, I think it should always be a, a voice, which I think is, is required. But to your original question, um, Kylie Lloyd is one of those players who I don't think is hugely appreciated, even though she's appreciated as one of the best ever. It's still almost that she's undervalued. Does that make any sense? Like, we all know how great she is. But also, we don't know how great she is. And until she's gone, we're not really going to be aware because she's been doing it for a decade plus. Um, I don't know who replaces her. I think Hank was right. right. I think Lavelle can replace Rapino. I think she could become the face of the team. Um, or again, I think you've mentioned Trinity Bobman, who has been doing some amazing things of late. Yes. Uh, and she's very exciting. Mark? And, you know, just that young talent come through. Go ahead, Mark. Sorry. No, go ahead, Hank. Go ahead. Finish up. No, no I'm done. I've, I've oh, said my piece. Okay. I was going to say, I. I... I think it is the beginning of the end of the era. Um, I think we saw in this tournament. Well, again, I, I can't speak to it. I don't know. Because the, they played better than this a month ago. Obviously against much weaker opponents. But they played, they've played better than this quite recently. So it's the beginning of the end of the era. And I think a lot of people you know, who are maybe to a certain degree off center politically and socially will blame Megan Rapino for everything they possibly can, no matter what, it doesn't matter. I do not personally blame her for the way the team played in this tournament. It's not her fault. She was one of 18 who played poorly overall. It was just a lackluster performance who replaces Megan Rapino at some point in time. I don't know, Sophia Smith, Trinity Rodman, uh, um, um, Moultrie, the little 15-year-old girl playing at, at, at Portland. You know, there is there are a multitude. Midge Purse, oh, my God. Uh, there, there are a multitude of, of women who could play, who can step in and who are ready. Um, you know, uh, we'll never have. Fox coming up. She could be a winner. still there. The talent, the talent is there. It's got to be developed the right way. I don't think Vlatko's the guy to develop it. I, I think he's yeah. someone to manage it. Um, but yeah, this is the beginning of the end of the cycle. And that's okay. Just, it has to happen. Yeah, you know, I, We're never going to replace Carly Lloyd or Megan Rapino on and off the field, personality and play combined. The, you know, Megan was lightning in a bottle. We'll never get that. We'll get something close to it in another player, but never Megan. Uh, Carly Lloyd's grit, determination, foulness, for lack of a better word, in the way she plays. Yeah. You know, we'll never get that again, but we'll get something similar. He was similar. out running wind sprints after the game today. Yeah. Yeah. But here's the thing I think about, you know, we forget. Carly Lloyd really stepped up and took the spot of Abby Wombach. Right? When Abby left this big yeah. void, 
for a couple of years, we didn't have anybody in there. Carly Lloyd stepped up. She started delivering. Alex Morgan did too for a while. You know, I'm not going to say motherhood got in the way of that, but those two basically are playing the same position, center, target, forward. Alex Morgan runs to, you know, to the ball and, and uses her speed. Carly just uses her grit. Like yeah. you said, Mark, she just, and uh, that was, you know, if I was going to say who's, who's more like Abby Wambach, I would have said, you know, Carly Lloyd. Absolutely. And I, I don't know, Hank, if it was you or if it was someone else or I, someone close to us tweeted today that that year off really, really kicked him in the ass because they played last year. Well, Morgan probably would not have been there and that's right. perfectly okay, but it would have been a whole different Oprah, you know, goals you get a goal you get a goal everybody gets goals yep. it would have been an entirely different situation which i would have loved to have seen but this is the world we're in how much do we think i mean how much do we think the absence of crabs makes a difference because you were saying last month the u.s team were playing much better admittedly they were at home there in canica i think twice oh, the crowds are huge. having any crowds i think they have a big game quad I'm not going to tell you what I thought you said. I, I thought I thought so too. That's what I thought too. Um, I think I think the lack of a crowd was painful, but it's like you know, well, the rain affected us. Everybody's got to deal with the rain and the crowds. Yeah. It's you know, the heat, the humidity. It, it was punishing for everybody. Um, they do draw off their crowds an awful lot, but uh, there's no excuse for the lackluster performance thrown through. No there just isn't. Let's flip the other side of the coin. Question number two, the U S men's team beat Mexico one nothing for the gold cup. win. does this game change the world cup lineup decisions, Mark Rob stone can choke on a sack of balls. How dare he have the audacity to compare the men's program to the women's regardless of this morning's, results how do you say oh they're, they they've stepped up and and they're assuming the role of the women's team has been playing for so fuck you rob stone go molest That's more rob girls Stone's in a bar you job. asshole that, sorry that is his job to do that every single time he's paid to st- you know talk up daryl dk he's paid to talk up the program as a whole i know the question isn't about rob stone but he's doing his job that's all Cards he and is. letters to at the mark via <sighs> Mr. Uh, no, Mr. four Bull. different girls have had to put up. I'm not editing the show. Chill, Mr. Ballard. <laughs> um, what was the question? Fuck Rob Stone. Do you want to fuck Rob Stone? Uh, <laughs> does the uh, does the does the one nothing win over Mexico? Any performance of any of those players do you think changes the World Cup lineup decisions? Uh, no, I, I think anybody who was on the fringes is probably still on the fringes. I think someone like Dara DK is still going to be around. Um, I think it's always nice to win a piece of silverware, even if it seems to get more devalued every time with the Nations League the month before. It's always nice to meet to beat Mexico. Um, my issue with the Gold Cup is, is the same every every time because it's held in the US. It comes a home tournament, and I think the program would benefit from playing more away games in tougher environments because CONCACAF isn't about playing Trinidad and Tobago at home. It's about going to the places where you have the bobbly, crappy pitches and the referees who don't want you to win, allegedly. Um, and that's where the program's fallen in the past. So, TLDR, no, not really. <laughs> Thank you. 
I think uh, Matthew Hoppy uh, make a be- make a better all uh, forward than uh, John Sargent right now. Um, we'll see. I mean, Sargent's doing well in lower tiers of Bundesliga, but we get promoted. that from. <laughs> Sorry, carry on. I, had, I think. Uh, I... Oh, sorry, Hank. Go ahead. Yeah, I just think I think Hoppy made a case for for him to be included in the lineup to answer the question. <laughs> I think everybody made it. I think everybody made a case to be considered. And if you look at it, it's kind of nice to have some depth. Maybe not top notch level depth, but we have some kids who, given the right circumstances, Miles Robinson could, could step up and ball, which would yeah. be good. Which is nice to see. So, I mean, I don't know if he was part of it before, but Miles Robinson had a great series, right? I would say, yes, Miles Robinson is is in the selection for the World Cup, at least as an alternate. Um, uh, so, but again, there's so much to your point, Mark. There's so much depth now. Um, it would be hard to maybe just take a couple, two of those guys and bring them along with you just for the experience. And who who from our A team was it was Legette, Jossie. Legette's definitely there. Jossie. No, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm just looking at it. from our yeah. A squad. We had Legette, Zardis, Ariola. Ariola. That was that was it. And Acosta. Acosta, yeah, but only now, right? I, I mean, I think Acosta talked himself back into. I think the, that well, that was that was kind of the name I was angling for. Is I I think he the way he played in the final kind of definitely got him a standby playing ticket. Yeah. I would, I would say so. Yeah. So yeah. it was noticeable. I was just looking at the whole a squad B squad thing and you know, how many players we had as opposed to how many players Mexico had from their a squad and blah, blah, blah. But it doesn't really matter. Fuck it. We won. Um, we, I we had intended just to make this a U.S. team a little quick, Little quickie. Anybody want to throw anything MLS wise? New England. Yeah, man. T- that fucking Jeff Bezos looking motherfucker, Bazinga or Zabiga or that guy sucks as a ref, man. Holy crap. He can eat a bag of dicks all day long. That guy made so many bad calls and so many no calls. And this is coming from a fan of the team that won. That guy was <laughs> shite. If the beach was covered in dicks, he'd eat them all for America. Suicide Squad opening in for on theater Friday. Is that a remake? Of the Suicide Squad from two years ago? Not. Okay. No, it's, no, it's same character. That's, a John, that's a another John iteration. Yes. I thought they all died in the last movie. movie. No. All right. Okay. No, Suicide Squad doesn't die. No. Okay. Uh, Hank's New England Revolution, still top of the league table, 36. Uh, Seattle, well really well Seattle right and Kansas now. City both lost this weekend, so they sit 32 and 30, respectively. However, Orlando, 28 points. Nashville, 27 points. New York City, 26. Those are three teams that we, first of all, we don't ever talk about on the show because we only cover the same four teams um, and we do the same three jokes every week. But um, I got to say, Nashville, 6-0-5 at home. Of course, they're 0-1-4 on the road. But that's a team that's not getting any, any news, any pub, and they, you know, they've they've got they just they just six, lost their. I mean, how how long is Zimmerman out? Zimmerman's gonna be out for a while, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. soccer Moses can't step in for him, so we'll see what happens there. 
So, and we look look in the West. Uh, Mark's LA Galaxy sitting third at twenty eight. Colorado. Is By the Richard way, Pepe oh, still a member of the Dallas uh, team there? Huh? Richard Pepe. When are they going to sell him? Ricardo Pepe. Oh, no kidding. Colorado sitting fourth at 27 points, but they've only played 15 games. So keep an eye out there because they are getting hot at the right time. Hank's aforementioned FC Dallas sitting 10th with 17 points. Uh, Ricardo Pepe with a hat trick. Again. Which led <laughs> to uh, FC Dallas Twitter to explode with when will he be sold? Paxton and I Pomacall apologize to gold. Ricardo. Paxton Pomacall with a goal this week at, at uh, Kansas City. They were you know, expecting him to be sold. We kept saying, when's Kai Kamara going to show up? And where is it going to be? And we kept saying, well, Dallas will be Helsinki. Fit. Not anymore. Sweden. Uh, what? He signed Helsinki somewhere? Helsinki in Sweden. No, is that a different Helsinki? Hel- Helsinki is uh, Norway, right? Nah, he's just fucking Finland? around. Not Finland? It's Finland. Helsinki yeah. Finland? <laughs> I honestly thought you were messing around. I thought you were, I thought you were doing the double. <laughs> I thought he was doing a bit. Helsinki syndrome. As in Helsinki, Sweden. Is that like a minor version of Stockholm syndrome? Yeah. It's not as bad. Anybody want to throw anything in there? I was going to cut it short and get it out of here. Uh, oh. Soccer related? Oh, no. No, I had a rant I wanted to go on, but now's not the time. Um, there was something I was thinking about. I don't remember what it was. So never, eh. I, and you know what? Nick's going to message me now. You should have let Mark go off in his rant. Uh, I don't no, remember what it was. For the same reason I'm not letting Mark tell the joke that he told in the car. <laughs> Hank. Okay. You want to throw anything in before we go? At Hisco5 on Twitter. There you go. Mr. Ballard. At Chris J. Ballard on Twitter. I would also like to add that mosquitoes can go suck a bag of dicks. Because they apparently eat me alive. Are you, are you O positive blood type? No, I'm A, A, A plus. But Interesting. Okay. A, but I uh, got, I must have 50 bites from yesterday. I, you could, if you wanted to, you could get a Sharpie and you could connect all the bites and you get a pretty good drawing of a bold, slightly overweight dude. Okay. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. uh, look on site, uh, the bugbitethingy.com. It's this little suction thing you put on your arm. It's like a syringe, but it's empty. And it, in theory, sucks the venom from bug bites out. And if actually, anybody's works, looking for suction pumps, Mark. It actually works them. pretty well. My wife bought one. Those, those kinds of things aren't my bag. Maybe. That's not my and bag. It, right. And it worked pretty well. Uh, at the Mark Via on the Twitter. Uh, Fat Kid Netscapes on OnlyFans. Uh, yeah, that's it for me. Did you find You laugh. Fat Kid Netscapes on OnlyFans. I haven't posted anything yet because I'm trying to find the right size tripod for the view underneath. Anybody see this? That is the the OnlyFans sign-up page (laughs) that Mark sent me. Fat Kid underscore Netscapes on OnlyFans. And I was to get paid to send people pictures. Yep. Just got to find the right height tripod. I mean, everybody nope. has a niche, I suppose. Yeah, selfie stick. Yeah, you know, uh, in, in the non-straight community, fat guys are not a dime a dozen. We can be loved. No, they're not. So, you know, I'm not necessarily a bear, but, you know, hey, otters could dig me. You never know. 
You probably do. Yeah, you know, some sideball <laughs> shots, a little neck shot here and there, Just lots of stop. nutscapes. <laughs> it reminds me of the, the old fam- the old Family Guy bit. Uh, Guillermo sweating. That's my side boob. <laughs> Guillermo sweating. All right. Uh, at top of the table TV on Twitter. No, but nobody's listening to this. We have, I think, the most views we've gotten on YouTube. By the way, is eight. None of them. We know, talk talk about the Nigerians. Talk about the Nigerians. <laughs> We're done. Mark's got uh, somebody has a Zoom call at eight. I have or, a Zoom. I oh yeah, Brian's got a Zoom. I'm officiating a wedding in October, and I have to have a Zoom call with the bride in 15 minutes. Talk about crushed velvet. Yeah, it's, that's this is a, this will be in the text string later. <laughs> um, uh, top of the table TV. If anybody cares to look at this car wreck, can follow along. Hashtag Happy Balache Bellend, H A P P Y B A L L A C H B E L L E N D. I'm expecting zero <laughs> responses to that uh, at Brian Bentley on Twitter and Instagram. Nobody cares. Uh, that's it. Thanks for joining us. Top of the table. We'll see you all next week. Aloha. <laughs>